0: This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast interview sessions. I'm Dutch Dalton. Today's guest is someone that you may recognize from the Disjointed series on Netflix, where he starred next to Academy Award winner Kathy Bates. Or you may recognize him from the FAM series, which aired on CBS earlier this year. He'll be performing tonight and tomorrow at the Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis. He is the very talented Mr. Tone Bell. Tone, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you for oh, having
0: me. Oh, it's our pleasure. You told me before we got started that you've been traveling.
1: But yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been traveling for a minute. I've been um I mean I, well I've been touring like a lot this year since like March. I've done like thirty cities almost. Wow. Uh plus uh I just finished a new movie that's going to Sundance and uh I just finished the new Billy Holiday biopic directed by Lee Daniels over in Montreal. Then I went back on the road and I'm man, I'm exhausted. The Sundance. But you know what? That's really you see cool. you, you see you see the you know, you see the you know, the big guys do it. See like man, they, they don't sleep. I don't have to sleep and now I'm like, man, I need some sleep. I, I was in New York, I didn't get any sleep last night, so I'm I am not like two hours like no sleep, like literally was up since yesterday morning oh shit and i'm oh man if i don't get like three hours sleep the show's gonna be trash tonight i'm i know it they'll know it i gotta get <laughs> I gotta get a nap at some point
0: right so you stayed away yeah, during the yeah. flight
1: no no that man i tried to get some sleep during the flight and then the flight attendant who didn't even recognize me just wanted to befriend me and she came over and sat near me grabbed my arm and she's like I love your backpack. And I was like, you woke me up for that shit?
0: <laughs> you can like it, take it back and sit with you. I just, just shut so up man, about it right now. Lady,
1: take the pictures and move on. I, I'm <laughs> trying to fucking sleep over here. And you over here talking about upholstery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, at least you got your intro for tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, yeah, man. I was like, I was and I was getting that. It was like I know my mouth was open. I know I was getting good sleep. And when you see somebody's mouth open, you do not disturb them. Right? Like it was. I know it was. It was embarrassing mouth open sleep. And then, but she was so nice. I couldn't be. And that's that's like that's what makes me mad. Like she was so nice. She was the, She was super super nice. And it pissed me off because I didn't it'd be better if she was like being an asshole about it then i could be an asshole back but she was so nice that i was like uh and you're a great person
0: <laughs> that's you know what uh, kudos to you for not being an
1: asshole about it oh man i mean you know when you sleep he's like my blood sugar was low it it could have really gone the other way but uh but no she was super nice and we made it work there you go you're a good man <laughs> and she was like i said she was very nice she just kind of like you know, kind of like touched my forearm, and then I woke up like – because nobody was sitting next to me. And a flight attendants have their own seat, and she was just being nice. But dude, she woke up, I'm sorry, will you sleep? Yeah, man, that's when my eyes were closed <laughs> and my mouth was open. Not right. <laughs> you think this is how I just hang out? <laughs> But then she ended up being like super nice so it was like all right and she you know she was she was nice she was talking about getting the same bag for her boyfriend for christmas and stuff so it's like she was nice but i was like we don't have to keep talking about it we talked we finished with the bag we can be done now we can can we just wrap this up
0: right we just need to roll i'm tired you don't understand i've got comedy to do in indy and i have not slept
1: (laughs) (laughs) right you
0: were born in the South, right?
1: Yeah, I'm from Georgia. I'm from Atlanta originally, yeah.
0: Yeah, so this weather is—you is, know what? I've lived here my whole life, Tone, and I still hate it.
1: Dude, I, Sunday, I'm back to L.A., and I am i don't even want to see—I don't want people to say snow. I don't want to use salt, sugar, flour. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, y'all got to do shit like switch tires.
0: You're exactly right. Actually, the other day I had to pull over just to turn four-wheel drive on.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, like I, I didn't know I didn't have real boots. Like,
0: <laughs> right. Those stylish like, ones don't really cut it in the snow.
1: Yeah, I mean, my boots cute. <laughs> these these are not these are not for uh, for the elements. But I mean, we get cold in Georgia, but not like. But we don't get this kind of snow. I mean, if it snows, it's, it's novelty snow. We get a chance to just like, it's like we have fun with it.
0: Right, right. It looks like a powdered donut in the yard.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, if it gets too cold in Georgia, we shutting down.
0: <laughs> Literally,
1: like. Yeah. Y'all get too much snow. Y'all have children out there shoveling it.
0: <laughs> well, we got to teach them right from the beginning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I you got how, gloves, get your ass outside. That's
0: right. I wonder how many people have thought when the moment they've had kids, oh, in 12 years, I don't have to mow the grass anymore.
1: Oh, uh, dude, like, that's, that's like, that's the goal. I mean, like, <laughs> you just you just act. I mean, I don't have kids, but I'm just assuming, like, most people just love them until they get to a certain age where they can do manual labor.
0: Yeah, it, it, was, <laughs> it is, it's kind of that relationship, too, because they don't really want to talk to you now. But yeah. it, it's just you yell, like, request at them now. That's right. about the only time you see them. And they're bitching the whole time they're doing it.
1: Well, at least you got, like, new incentives, like, going – Two places is one thing, but now you just take away controllers and phones, and it's like their life is over. It is.
0: It's it, you know. You're exactly right. My daughter, she's 11. Her biggest fear is when they take her iPad from her. She'd, she'd rather take an ass whooping than take than having the iPad take.
1: <laughs> that's like that's like. But you got to get that. You got to. You got. You got to get that document signed. Like if, he, if, if it's like if she chose an ass whooping, over right.
0: <laughs> I don't want to go to jail for this. You gotta, you I don't want to right.
1: if she breaks that contract. She if she squeals on an NDA, she's man. Now that's
0: right. <laughs> I'm gonna catch a case just because she wouldn't no. take the trash that, out. <laughs> you chose this, remember? That's right. We were in negotiations. Yeah,
1: you gave, you, gave, you put the options on the table.
0: You know, that is 2019 is when you have to hire a mediator to have your teenager do something.
1: Man, you got to find the only notary left. Banks? You got to take her to the bank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> if if you had money, you could show him the balance and say, don't fuck this up, or you're not going to get any inheritance. But when you're broke like we are, it's—
1: You got to slide them a balance and go, none of this is yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> Keep Make, acting how you acted. None of this None yours. of this
0: I will have another kid Just to give it to somebody else
1: <laughs> Man, that's That's deliciously petty <laughs>
0: My goal in life Is to file bankruptcy On my death dead <laughs> <laughs> So I read on And I can't trust Wikipedia But I just wanted to verify it. Were you an <laughs> elementary school teacher?
1: Yeah, first out of college, man First out of college I was a uh, I taught first grades um, for, for just a year, for just a year. Like, I mean, now it was crazy. Like they're all, they should be in college now.
0: Oh, wow. Do you know any of your past students at all?
1: Uh, there's one that I, I kept up with a little bit uh, because of like the, my, my teacher's aid that was in the room. Yeah. And she kind of, she stayed when I, when I had to leave, cause I, I, I actually booked uh, my first part in a movie back then. And I, like three or four weeks before the school year was over, I was like, uh, bye kids. And I just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you bounced at the end of
1: the year before the school was even over. Man, I bounced, I bounced in like April and they were like, "Well, I mean, we only got like a month left. And I was like, Hey, I got dreams too.
0: <laughs> this was just to put some paper in my pocket. I was like, I... <laughs> man, I was like, you'll,
1: you'll, you get it in 18 years. But right now you you going to need to, you're going to need to let me have this. You really, you taught them a life lesson. Oh, dude, that's all it's about—is life lessons.
0: That's right. So I can tell that right now you're standing in the cold of Indianapolis, enjoying some lung candy. And yeah,
1: uh, yeah, you... I'm uh, I'm getting stoned right now, so I can go to sleep as soon as we get off the
0: phone. <laughs> You'll sleep better for
1: sure. <laughs> oh, oh, it's not even good weed either. It's like it's it's like shitty. It's like shitty weed. But people give me weed now, so like it's it's nice. And I'm like, man, I accept.
0: That's when you know you've made it. When people give you weed, <laughs> man, you know you made it when they roll it for you. Oh yeah, they just hand it to you, already
1: prepackaged. Man, I got to find my own papers and a lighter and shit. Like if it's, <laughs> if, it was, if, they, if they really cared about me, they'd go ahead and have the shit pre-roll.
0: Right. That you know what? It's the, it's tis the season. The tis least they can the do season. is roll it.
1: <laughs> Hook me up.
0: So, like we mentioned earlier, you're going to be at the Helium Comedy Club tonight, Saturday as well. What can people expect from your your, your stand up?
1: Uh, a lot of stories, a lot of family stuff, a lot of perspective stuff. I'm kind of like hopping into more. Uh, I don't really do topical. I don't do politics and stuff like that. I mean, that's uh, other comics handle that kind of stuff, but uh, it's kind of a continuation from my first hour. The first hour that I did uh, that came out this year is called Can't Cancel This because I've been on like six cancel shows. So this is the first <laughs> thing. This is the first thing I've done that nobody can literally cancel. They cannot cancel this shit. So it's kind of like an inside joke, too, you know, for all my for all my buddies who are in comedy, like who asked me, oh, what show you on now? What show you got you're know, going now? So it's like, it was like <laughs> bitch, you, you can't cancel this, bitch. You can't take this off TV. <laughs> you walk in
0: on set like you're one of the last people to show up and they go, oh, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. We only <laughs> got like <laughs> like, at one uh, or two seasons in on this.
1: <laughs> damn it. I know we're getting picked up, but we won't last.
0: <laughs> right? Who, who invited the bad luck?
1: <laughs> man it's like it's such a blessing but also like oh come on man let, let one get season two <laughs>
0: <laughs> no well, of you know be like you mentioned you've been on tons of television shows i mean yeah between uh it, you know we talked about cbs and netflix and comedy central and all these types of things do you like the television better or do you prefer stand-up or is it a, a healthy mix for the two
1: plus film um uh five years ago I would have told you I like stand-up better. And I and I think I still do like stand up better, just cause it's you know, it's if it's uh and Whitney Cummings taught me this stuff. This is the first show I was on. She, you know, she kinda just had she had like some nice words of advice. She goes, you know, if if when it comes to stand-up, uh it's all you. And if they love it, then you get all the credit. And if they hate it, then you take all the blame for it. And so like as your career goes, like I was a character on Whitney whereas like uh show after show my voice came out more and I get a chance to like rewrite the jokes and like uh, some of the funny stuff, I, like on fam or whatever, I'd take it and go like, I'm going to do my version of it. And then that's the one we keep. So like, it, so they are starting to kind of, the worlds are starting to merge now. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I can say I got a, I got a pretty good announcement coming out, uh, maybe in a couple hours about, about a new project. So, oh congratulations, um, yeah, I don't know. My manager actually just texted me. I don't know if I can talk about it yet, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so, we might, we, you know, the, the the Tone Bell show might be coming. Very cool. Like
0: uh, like a television show or, uh, yeah. I mean, on uh, network or? or uh...
1: Network, yeah. Yeah, network TV show, yeah. Well, congrats. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. They uh, it Actually, you know what's crazy? Is like I, because I've been on so many shows, I didn't realize it until, like, really about six days ago. About a week ago, I was like, oh, shit, I might have my own show soon.
0: That's so. Cool. I, it
1: didn't even hit me because I'm just I'm I've been kind of you know fortunately but unfortunately going from show to show, and this is the first time it's like I'm hiring people I'm bringing in producers I'm like I'm writing it I'm, I created it I uh you know so yeah so it's like it's a uh, it's it's all me so it's well, not all me but you know what I mean like it's it's like my it's my brand it's my it's face. your baby man that's awesome yeah, yeah.
0: that is so cool it's uh um, yeah, so you've already been in development then of of what the series is going to be and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've we've been working the last couple of months uh just on that and just like me being on the road and shooting this uh this new movie and everything, just trying to do that in between and then still tour. So it's been it's been a lot.
0: Yeah. But th- is it the adrenaline though that you get from hearing those kinds of announcements? Is that what keeps you going?
1: Yeah, man. It's it's and actually, you know what? It's my friends' announcements that keep me going the most. Like it's it's like you feel good about what you do, but also your friends keep you motivated. Like I like it's LaKeith Stanfield and Lil Rel, Omar Dorsey, and Brent Moore, and uh, I mean, just Andrew Santino, and uh, I mean, just a lot of dudes who I came up with in the last seven, eight years who are Jermaine Fowler. Still, you know, everybody's killing it, and it just makes you want to work harder.
0: Yeah. Did you guys all perform together in LA?
1: Uh, You know what? Every now and then we'll get together and like we'll be on the same show, but everybody's working right now. Everybody's in Atlanta or Montreal or Vancouver or South Africa shooting something, so rarely do we get up. Do, do we get a chance to hang out? But when we do, it's, it's man, it's, I run into more of my friends in the airport, going from city to city, exhausted than anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> than anywhere else.
0: You guys can compare how little sleep you got.
1: <laughs> That's it, man. Where are you coming from? Oh, I'm coming from the West Coast. Well, he's, oh, I mean, Chicago is, you're going to run into everybody, Chicago, Dallas, New York, San Francisco. You're just going to run into everybody in the airport. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Now, you mentioned that originally you're from Atlanta and you live in LA now. But Atlanta is really booming as a, as a place yeah. to manufacture. Like films are being made, televisions being made. Tyler yeah. Perry's opening that new studio, I believe, there in Atlanta. It's it's yep. really taken off as a place. It's it's like a East Coast Hollywood.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just did a, I just played man. This is uh, I just played Richard Pryor for the show American Soul. Oh wow. Um, uh, that's like three three weeks ago. So in between the film, in between the movie, I. Uh, yeah, I play I play Richard man and that's going that's going to be it. oh man I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with that cuz I haven't seen the cut yet. But um it's a, it's the season finale uh with Richard Host for uh Don Cornelius. man. I I'm I'm shitting bricks but also excited about it.
0: That's awesome. What was it like to play Richard Pryor?
1: Man, when I got that call cuz I knew the I knew the director and the producer already and then they called and at first I was like who else turned this shit down? Because <laughs> <laughs> like nobody wants to touch. You know, I mean, that's, it's, he's such an icon. Nobody wants to touch. Like, him, you know, I just hope y'all don't want me to do an impression because that's not—I don't really do impressions like that. Right. you like, no, no, <laughs> like, you bring your own thing to it, and then you know we'll figure it out. Come on, take my mic. Now nah, you're good, buddy. Am I good? Okay. Uh, yeah, and like so it was like you know I went over a couple things with him and I paid homage to him. I do a couple things that you go, okay, that's that's for sure, Richard, right there. But uh man, it was it was the hardest part of being in, like a guest star is when you come in and I don't know if you can imagine this, but like the season is is rapping. I'm shooting on the last day of the season. I mean the 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 producers and directors know me and everything, but the cast doesn't. I know I know uh, the lead on the show. He and I are pretty cool. I haven't seen him in a while, but then he didn't even work that episode. But so now everybody's like, "Man, this dude better not
0: drop fuck this all. up because we because right.
1: we're trying to go home, right?" And exactly. then as, soon, as soon as as soon as they wrap me, everybody's off for the year. So it's like, hey, and I'm playing around. I'm you know I'm, I'm doing jokes and stuff, and like so like the energy is up, but it can it can be very because that's how I, I I witnessed that the first time when I was doing the Flash a couple of years ago and they only had me come in on Fridays to shoot all my scenes. And it was like everybody's like, "Dude, as soon as you get done, our weekend starts." And they're like, <laughs> why would you put that pressure? Why would you tell me that? Right.
0: <laughs> you feel shitty at like asking for a line. <laughs> yeah. <you're> like <laughs> they're like, "This it's, is why his shit gets canceled." <laughs>
1: the pressure. The fucking pressure.
0: <laughs> now, I got to ask it. You, you mentioned Richard Pryor. And one of the comedians that I loved growing up, especially the SNL part, was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and he's going to host SNL this weekend. Can't wait! I I was going to ask. I mean, are you looking forward to it as much as I am?
1: So it's it's. I mean, SNL just tweeted out the um, the last time Eddie hosted in '84 of like the show rundown of what it was going to be, and it's like such it's so nostalgic to be like, I was two the last time he hosted SNL. That's crazy to me. That is crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, cause, you know, you, I, I think everybody's excited to see Dolomite. I mean, like me and everybody else, we all auditioned for Coming to America 2. Uh, a friend of ours, Jermaine Fowler, got it. He's on Kill It. I know he is. And it's just like, man, just like watching Dolomite, you're like, oh, shit, Eddie's back. He was
0: so good
1: in it. Dude, Eddie was amazing. He was so good. The whole the whole, the whole film was so good. It's inspirational. inspirational. It, it was great.
0: It really is, and uh, you know, one of my favorite scenes at the very end is, you know, where the film is premiering, and Rudy Ray Moore's character, or, I mean, the real person, you know, yeah. playing Dolomite, walks back and embraces the fans, and it was just so cool, because you can see, Eddie kind of gave that 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 genuine love that Rudy Ray felt towards that audience, and yep. it wasn't so much about the film as much as, the reason I do this podcast and the reason you do what you do, we, you know, you want to pay the bills, but at the same time, it's cool to make people forget about their days and make yeah. them laugh. And he, you could tell at the end of that film that that's what he was portraying, and I thought Eddie nailed it.
1: Dude, Ed, he was so good, and uh, it was cool. I, I mean, I've probably seen it three times already, and because I mean, I'm I'm such a fan of how, I, and, and you can see when you know Eddie comes out, and then and I've watched a lot of Dolomite stuff and like a lot of those Black sportation films. And so watching that, you could like, oh, he grew up on this too. This was like, I know my parents grew up on it, so like, you know, he's only a few years younger than my folks. So it's like, oh, this was just like a, he really watched this dude. And he, I listened to an interview with him uh, last night actually, and was saying they've been working on uh, Dolomite for about 15 years. Oh, really? And so, so it finally just, came, yeah. And I was supposed to go set a couple times. I knew one of the writers on it, and I was like, man, I just want to pop on it. And I've met Eddie maybe twice, like in passing. But it's man, it's yeah, it's amazing to see the 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 comeback, especially him doing an adult film instead of like a a PG thirteen or a kids film. You're right, Doctor Doolittle's. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I love him, but it's like man, I want I want I want to hear Eddie say some you know some right. crazy. Um, uh, I don't know how can I how raw can I be on this? Oh,
0: you can f bomb it all
1: you want, brother. Okay, so I was um, I uh, like I said, I went over to the last OG set a day or two ago because uh, the director wanted me to meet Tracy Morgan. So I went over to meet Tracy and it took me about an hour to meet Tracy because Tracy is just in the green room, like in the, like, you know, cast holding, he doesn't stay in his trailer. Tracy's real good. Like I want to be in the moment and Tracy's in there. He's just preaching, giving life advice. And every 10 minutes he'll, he'll say something like hilarious or very wise. But the nine minutes leading up to you, like, what is Tracy talking about? <laughs> Oh. And, I mean, like, I walk in, and he was like, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, I heard of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit down. Let me talk to you. Are you a comic or a comedian? And I and I was like, oh, man, I don't know how I'm supposed to answer this because I think I'm going to get it wrong. if if." Uh... And, I mean, of course, we, I'd love to say comedian, but and then he goes, that's right. You got them right you're a comedian. Comic. You're not a comic. Comics get thrown away. Comedians never die. And I was like, okay. That's That's okay.
0: awesome. That's awesome.
1: And then, uh, and then, okay, this is—if uh, you have children in the car, earmuffs. But listen, so he goes, he goes, uh, he goes. Look, everybody in this room, we all got talent. You got skills, and you got talent. Talent you born with, skills you sharpen. He's like, you can look, and then he, he just kind of goes, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh, he goes, Tracy goes, uh, you, you ever had a good blow job? That's a talent. Sucking dick is a talent. He goes, if you ever had a good blow job, she has a talent. That's a that's a talent. If you, you eat pussy, do you eat pussy? If you eat good pussy, that's a t- that's a talent. I swear to god. I swear I swear to God. And he goes, he goes, and let me tell you something. If you eat pussy, that means you eat ass, all right? He goes, because it's that close, it's that close, and that little piece of skin right there, that ain't nothing but the bridge over troubled waters. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it was like, that's why I took the train for an hour today. (laughs)
0: Right. You know, I kinda wish he opened his own church. I would think I would go <laughs> to the church of Tracy Morgan. It was, so, it was so so it was that,
1: unbelievably worth it.
0: So you can start listening uh Felatio on your uh, on resumes if if that's Man, that, one of your skills talent. and
1: talents. Special skills right at the bottom. <laughs> right. Well English English accent, southern accent. Uh, fellatio.
0: eating ass, because <laughs> it's just a bridge. It's just a bridge, baby. <laughs> well, Tone, we have greatly appreciated you having us, or we, we haven't, you know, you on our show. <laughs> See, I'm tired too, man. man.
1: Call back, y'all. Call back anytime, man. I have y'all on anytime y'all want to uh, be on my podcast. Oh. I will,
0: I will. <laughs> we appreciate that, Tone. Y- y'all are more than welcome. I'd call back, but I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> 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 well, I'll tell you what, you're going to, like we said, you're going to be at the Helium tonight, uh, Saturday, this weekend. Then you get to fly home and warm up and enjoy the holidays. But thank you so much. The great Tone
1: Absolutely. Bell. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Have a great weekend. Get some rest. And uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. All
1: right. Y'all too, man. Have a good
0: one. All right. Good luck. Thanks.